officially now welcome golden gods and goddesses this is season four of rum ham and wild cards we're doing season four episode two today my name is brayden i'm the brains of this operation we got adam who is the looks of this operation whoa donnie is the muscle of this operation and uh if he sounds clear it's because he's here in person with us today tex-mex tex-mex the dish of the day is here in person with us for the first time in months we are so happy to have you here dish of the day we are all around the table talking today about season four episode two of it's always sunny in philadelphia welcome to rum ham and wild cards you guys uh this is the only it's always sunny philadelphia podcast that will sell itself door to door uh, as an oil baron uh today we're talking about the gang solves the gas crisis if this is your first time joining us. Thank you for joining us on this adventure. If you're a returning listener, welcome back to the show. We're glad to have you guys with us, listening along with us. Uh, today, we're going to put this episode onto the list of lists. What is the list of lists? The list of lists is every episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia that we have reviewed so far ranked on one list. And uh, it's been a very interesting time so far. We got 33 entries on the list of lists. And today, this is going to be our 34th entry in our pursuit of finding out what is the best episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And uh, what is the worst episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? So uh, maybe maybe this will take either of those positions by the end of today. We're going to find out. But before we do all that, go ahead and follow us on uh, wherever you're listening to this podcast hit subscribe so you get notified when new episodes of rum ham and wild cards are released we do these episode reviews uh we do jabroni talks where we talk about the show more generally and uh go ahead and follow us on instagram and twitter at always sunny pod on instagram and twitter uh we got a subreddit our always sunny pod that's where you can find the list of lists all this good stuff is on our website solo.to slash rum ham go there uh check out the list of lists Go ahead and listen to us. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, get yourself some merch on our merch store. We got a shirt there. Yay. <laughs> I'm, I'm donating all the profits. Uh, we're matching pro- uh, the donations. It, it's, it's a whole thing. Go listen to previous episodes if you want more details. I don't want to talk. I want to get into this episode. But before we get into today's episode, I want to give uh, Wildcard Crew shout out. Listener of the episode, Wilma Dickfit. <laughs> Uh, I want to give it up for uh, Sid, uh, Billy, uh, goes by a couple different names there on Instagram, uh, reaching out to us on Instagram and uh, letting us know what you think of the show there. Thank you so much for reaching out to us and uh, joining us here on the podcast. Um, yeah, like I said, uh, season four, episode two, The Gang Solves the Gas Crisis is uh, what we're reviewing today. And this feels oddly fitting because, oh my God, gas is above $4 by me, guys. Not in the South. Oh, let me tell you, in Mississippi, it's two fifty. While I was in South Carolina, it was two thirty-three. But what does that bring us back some gas? What is that Nevada money? (laughs) (laughs) States' rights. What's the conversion on that? What's (laughs) if you're converting Nevada dollars? Are my poker chips good there? Mississippi dollar to the Mississippi dollar. Did you go on a riverboat casino? When I was a kid, every state had their own currency. No, Grandpa, (laughs) you were not alive in seventeen (laughs) twelve. Uh, we got an interesting episode here for you guys today. This episode was released, uh, or I should say this episode aired originally on September 18th, 2008, ways back. Uh, this episode is the second episode in season four, and there's two new writers on this episode, you guys. We got uh, Sungjin Lee, who you might know from working on Dave, another great FX show that oh, has yeah. recently Fuck popped yeah. up. Uh, uh, the movie with Stephen Carroll. Uh, uh, Tex-Mex is a favorite TV show uh, no. Tuca and Birdie that is, that is my favorite Adult Swim program <laughs> The obviously thought, better successor to BoJack I thought Dave Orson. was Eddie Murphy What? Uh, that's Meet Dave Where uh, meet Dave. Ed, oh, yeah. Eddie Murphy is controlled by smaller Eddie Murphys <laughs> okay. Which saying that out loud makes me wonder whether or not I'm having a stroke yeah. uh, Silicon Valley Which is yeah. honestly another show I could probably do a podcast on uh, I, I love that one. And of course, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. And then uh, we got Patrick Walsh joining the writing team on this one. Uh, writer on for Sunny, uh, The Cool Kids, which was about a group of old people uh, in a retirement home that were little baddies. I don't know. It was on network TV. Uh, Two Broke Girls. 
Gotta love that Chuck Lore comedy. <laughs> and uh, he's a producer on Crashing on HBO, if you're familiar with that work. So Patrick Wolf, uh, Patrick Walsh and Sung Jin Lee joining uh, Rob Glenn and Charlie for this episode. Let's get into it. What's this episode about? Um, <laughs> so uh, Charlie is powering the bar with a gas generator and the guys are contemplating whether or not gas would be more efficient than uh, electricity when it comes to running the bar when they have the wonderful idea to sell, to purchase gas uh, with a hefty business loan uh, and then hang on to it and sell the gas at a higher price. Look, here's the plan. You give us a shitload of money. We buy a shitload of gasoline. We wait 12 months, we sell the gasoline and make a shitload of profit. Gentlemen, we tend to give loans to businesses, not... Uh... She's not getting it. Get the graph. Oh, yeah, the graph. We have a graph. Yeah. Check this out. Now, these are the gas prices last year. These are the gas prices this year. And this is what the gas prices will be. And what are those? Uh, these are gorgeous women with heaving breasts. Why? Uh, well, to be perfectly honest, we sort of thought we'd be speaking to a man today, yeah. so... Is there any way that we could talk to your boss? Because I think he would understand more better. My boss is a woman. Really? Your boss is a woman. Now, this is a strange bank. Okay, well, I am definitely rejecting your request for $300,000 to buy gasoline. Uh, of course, this is uh, not how you should go about this. Uh, wholesale gas is definitely a thing. Uh, meanwhile, Frank and Dee uh, are in a plot to uh, get their money back from uh, Bruce Mathis and uh, Danny DeVito. Uh, sorry, Frank slowly loses his mind and begins to uh, torture Dee in various ways, uh, leading up to some waterboarding. Are you sure this is his yes, place? Yes, yes, my intel says so. Okay, listen, take these box cutters, put them in his bedroom. Take this fertilizer, toss it in the closet. What the hell are we doing that for? Because when I call the cops on him, they'll come and find all this bomb-making shit and they'll arrest his money-stealing ass. You want to call the cops? They'll find a bug I'm going to plant. That's a baby monitor, Frank. You're planting a baby monitor? Yeah. A lot of people are bugging their babies these days. I guess babies can't be trusted. What exactly is it you're expecting to find here? A lot of shady shit. Like what? Like maybe Bruce is banging dudes. Why would that be shady? Maybe the dudes are babies. What? Bruce is not banging any baby dudes. Look, we're going back to the original plan, okay? We're going to put the frame on him. We're going to be heroes among the community, and I'm going to get all of my money back as a reward. I know we're fans of waterboarding here on the show. Am I right, guys? Oh, yeah. I okay. love Dick Cheney. Yeah. Don't leave me hanging. No, kidding. <laughs> Uh, Dick Cheney has entered the chat. Um, yeah, so well, let's get into it. There's, this is an interesting episode. Season four, episode two. Uh, what did you guys think of that? Buy, buying gas to, to sell at a future price. Ambitious. Genius. Yeah, genius and ambitious, I think, are two great words. I've always had that idea. I think every <laughs> person has had that idea. And then someone's like, you know, gas only stays good for like 10 minutes, right? And then you're like, ah, oh, fuck. And it corrodes whatever. How does it stay so good in the ground? <laughs> <laughs> and it corrodes whatever vessel you're using it in that's not a gas tank. I will say I was at a gas station and someone was someone I knew was filling up their gas and they just weren't moving. And I was like, what's going on? They're like, oh, I got the most grocery rewards you can get. So I'm waiting for my friend to get here with his car and he's going to fill up gas. <laughs> Because they limit you like 50 gallons or whatever on one single grocery reward. Dude, that's yeah, smart. No, when my dad would get his rewards, he would let me know every now and then. He'd just be like, all right, come fill up. I got like 40 cents off for a gallon or whatever. And yeah, we'd both fill up real quick. And you could have just put it in trash cans and put it in your car. <laughs> Should have. And that way you wouldn't have had to drive to the gas station. I trash bags. can trash admit bags. I didn't think about it. That's not this one. No, no, this I know. Chaos. That one was real life. Trash bags was real. The dumber version of it was real life. Uh but I had a 7-Eleven account I made back in like 2016 when I was in college and didn't have a car. And I accumulated like some like 200,000 points. So I've been getting gas discounts at every 7-Eleven for like the past year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, it's awesome. been all right. This isn't a 7-Eleven sponsorship. All you kids out there. Just, get, just, your, get your gas station rewards cards. Go young. back in time. Like, <laughs> make a gas station rewards card. <laughs> Is this what the adults call building credit? <laughs> <laughs> Even better. Um, all right, let, let's let's talk about the fact that D was gonna kill Dennis she, and Frank and Frank. Well, 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 we don't know. I yeah. mentioned this a couple times on previous episodes too that 
I don't understand why she can't just lie about it also. Like, she just, like, has to just, like, she won't deny it. She just, like, she's a bad liar. And, she's yeah, bad. She literally can't. But, like, she didn't even try. Yeah, because she's bad at it. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it's just her personality type just to... I don't know why she does that, though. She... For comedy. It, but this is the episode. This is the one that it made it, like, stand out to me. And, like, now I pay attention more. And, like, yeah, I really think that D just... Even if she tries, like you said, she's bad. But sometimes, like, she just can't even try to lie. I think the, the line, I feel like you're focusing on a tiny detail, is really prevalent there. Because in her head is probably, like... I only thought about it kind of like justification. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. is in her head, just a tiny detail. Who hasn't had the thought about killing their people to get, be the first person in line. Yeah, I know. You know, I've been trying to get that insurance, mo- that podcast insurance money go. from, uh, if I, if I didn't murder you guys, life insurance, your, your, your parents, have you can life kill insurance. me. You're not getting shit. I'm not <laughs> they passed anything. away in a tragic podcasting. accident. <laughs> <laughs> the, the cords got him. They got to him. Um, yeah, so I, th- I think between the Frank and D storyline and the Charlie Dennis Max storyline, when they kind of split up in the beginning, um, I definitely like the Charlie Dennis Mac storyline, um, just from their initial conception of how they're going to acquire the money to the actual execution and plan B and C. Uh, I think out of the two storylines that, that, that one carries more weight. What do you guys think? Yeah, it's my favorite one out of the two for sure. It has the most action. Well, yeah, the most action. I'd the most say. fireballs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, technically, when they come together at the end, that's the biggest fireball of yeah. all. Yeah. I lo- I think let's all right. I'll break it down like this. I think um, Dennis Mack and Charlie commit the most um, felonies this episode, so that is for sure better if you're looking for that. Are you like are? Okay, Adam, are you going off of quantity or quality? Because oh. if, you know, we're thinking but, about uh, this one, we're, we're talking about domestic terrorism Did you not charges. see the fireballs? That, that was cool. I know, but, yeah. like, we're talking domestic terrorism, mm. which could be the largest charge, largest, largest chargest that the gang has <laughs> gotten so charges. far. I, I think that, like, the entire conversation that they were having in the beginning was so meta for the show. When they, whenever they talked about their roles in the group, I, I love that. I was going to get in that later. They're yeah, becoming much more self-aware. The, the meta commentary about TV characters I wanted to break down. And the first pass, because there's two pass of TV character collections. Um, the first pass, who is what in Scooby-Doo? Uh, what What do you mean? Okay, The so brains? The brains? The dame? Okay. The muscle? No, the dame is the second pass. The oh. dumb chick is the second pass. Okay. In the original... Dame's the original on distress. Um, okay, we're going to do look brains, wild card muscle. Yes. Okay, right. Okay. Oh, wait, never mind. So the brains so would Scoob be Velma. So Scoob and Shaggy are for Velma. sure wild card. Are they? Yeah, yeah, they just get high and eat snacks and yeah. like... Is that wild card or are they just not dumb? No, that's a true <laughs> wild card. What Dennis tries to do in this episode and like tells Charlie like when to be wild and when not to, that's not a wild card. Like I think Shaggy <laughs> and Scooby in this case would be the wild card. Yeah. Fred's obviously the looks. Right. Velma brains... Which just leaves would Daphne. Daphne with muscle. <laughs> <laughs> what? If we got any artists listening no. to this podcast right now, I need well, Daphne with muscles I, uh, on my desk. That's why Freddy is the muscle. Oh, Daphne yeah. is oh, the muscle. Yeah. Velma we tweaked. is the brain. We tweaked. Yeah, no, I for sure. Sense. I yeah. went men first on that. That was super yeah. sexist of me. <laughs> Do you guys remember the movie, the, the live action movie with... Uh, Matthew okay. Lillard. Yes, I remember that. In, in the amazing work of great art. T- great movie. And yes. like, but the in, in the beginning, like Daphne is like they have to save her, and they call like the dams. Like, oh, I'm just another another damsel in distress. That's so meta too. Like they talk about it in that movie. They they do get kind of self aware like, in that movie. Yeah. Like Shaggy has an external crisis. Like, oh, yeah. just a screw up. I mean, like zoink scoop. <laughs> you can argue that this episode is fighting back against. TV standards of requiring your crew <laughs> follow this model. He's sort of a bitch, I mean. <laughs> like, Zoink Scoob, this ketamine's really kicking in. <laughs> Is Charlie Scoob? Eats, eats all the treats. Okay, so, yeah, now let's do... The other way around? Well, let's let's figure it out once and for all here. Who's who? Uh, who's... If we're going... Let's go Scooby-Doo to the gang, then. I know this is the high quality podcasting you guys were expecting when you clicked on this episode. <laughs> Frank is every villain. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever they pull the mask off, yeah, it's always it's Frank. Always Frank. <laughs> Old man Reynolds. Uh, God dang it. Uh, we got we got Charlie's definitely Scooby, which would make Max Shaggy. 
And then uh, what was Dennis Freddie? But like if him and if if him and Daphne are shacking up, then then. And what about the waitress? Oh no! Where does cricket fit in, guys? We went the too far. Too let's, let's get back. See, to this, this is the point episode. that they're Shaggy making the episode. Cricket. This is the point they're making the episode. You can't limit a crew. You can't box in a vet. You can't limit a crew <laughs> to this this dynamic. <laughs> um, one, I think one of the most telling scenes in in this entire episode is when they go to try and get the loan at the bank and the mentality that they thought they'd be speaking to uh, a man. What this kind is of a bank? Strange this? bank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I think that was the most telling for them as far as while we're on it, uh, acknowledging their part in it. Like, is they, that a felony soliciting sex from a loan pro distributor? Yeah, probably. I feel like I'm it's, sure. I feel like it's at, be against the law. at the very least found upon. It's the, <laughs> <laughs> I think a good prosecutor would find a way to like make that like prostitution or something like, well, if they got a no shirt, no shoes, no service situation going on, well, you know. It's no holds barred. There was a split second there where Charlie Day was about to take off his pants. But split second. I don't know if you guys caught that. <laughs> oh, man. I, I actually didn't catch that one, damn it. Uh, so, like I said, I think it's the most telling scene out of all this because even in that, Dennis, we start to see here, tries to start to control, like, Charlie, where um, he's like, I'm going to blow this place to kingdom come. He's like, Charlie, not now, not wild. And he's like, all right, Charlie, wild. And he's like, not that wild. It's he goes wild to mild if you know what I mean. Wild to mild. <laughs> but in doing that, he defeats the entire point of having a wild card. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to control the wild card, yeah, right. right He's yeah. not truly wild. Which uh, while while we're on it, my favorite uh, wild card bit that Charlie does is is when they're at the gas station and he's like Charlie, and he just immediately has the lighter out. Lighter like, out. Uh, I don't know. Very. I think he's. Probably the best in this episode, as far as the entire gang goes. Who's your guys' favorite out of everyone in the gang? This episode, for sure, for Charlie, episode. I'd say. He's like 11 out of 10. Yeah. yeah he's the wild card. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. he literally, like, is himself this episode. Yeah. He's Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah. <laughs> he's an oil man. Foghorn Leghorn? He's uh he's the oil baron. Uh, yeah, he's constantly, like, playing different characters, acting like he's no, like he knows what he's doing, but he which really I meant doesn't. to look this up. I like Frank in every episode. Yeah. I think Frank was good in this one, too, but I just think Charlie's just over the top. <laughs> Muslim guy took my van. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, and this this was uh, a year after There Will Be Blood, so, you know, is this another early 2000s movie reference, possibly? I don't think so. I don't know what that movie there, is. That, that, that movie, we should definitely watch that's that a great movie. movie what the hell i, I drink haven't your... seen any i haven't seen you know every time we talk Me about a movie i've been looking for a movie to watch that neither of us have seen watch i doubt that fucking i doubt have seen it so holy we'll, me and him will probably watch that tonight and paul thomas anderson all of it all right remind me after this until paul dano man. We'll paul dano how many paul dano movies can we bring up on this podcast we talk about love and mercy we're talking love and mercy oh shit i love that movie i was talking about that last night yeah that's last a good time movie. we brought it up you said that too i'm pretty sure i talk about it all the time it's how many of your conversations, Adam? Like about the Beach give Boys, me a percentage and about six, 1960s rock and roll music. Uh, most of my conversations, yeah. In most any of case, your, Beach Boys specific. Yeah, once a week at least. Yes, <laughs> no doubt. It's time for the weekly once a week <laughs> chat about <laughs> Brian Wilson's discography. <laughs> ring, ring. Just <laughs> has surfing USA's and alarms. Like now it's time, um, dude. They did a lot of acid, the, a lot of psychedelics. The character specific nature of. Daniel Day Lewis character in that movie. I don't think he's doing that. What do you mean? You don't think that I don't that's think the. He's, doing that, no. he's not. You mean smart? Is... No, the voice. The <laughs> oh yeah, no, definitely not the not, voice. He's yeah. not doing yeah. that. So he's not saying that he reaches all the way across mm. to your barrel. He drinks it up. He <laughs> drinks yeah. up because he was drinking the gas. Yeah, right. He's yeah. swallowing it. I siphon your gas. <laughs> oh, yeah, drink yeah. it up. All right. Oh, was was that a was that an impression there? No, no. Are you sure? Couldn't do it. <laughs> I can't break it out. Give right me now. the Oscar. I, I, Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys so much. All right, back okay. to always sucking so, though. Real uh, quick, Frank, I have like, I, oh, I have like no, a no, 10 no, second go thing. Go, go for it. Uh, first of all, does that does uh, the not Bruce Mathis guy have a name at all? No. I don't think. He, okay, I didn't think so either, he, but I was very offended when they came at him for sitting and watching golf. For Random guy. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Oh, yeah. I felt I was that hurt. deeply. I was hurt. <laughs> and then I have another friend who just sits and watch golf for Hours. Oh, I could easily. Yeah. Son of a bitch. That shit's so Don't get me dumb. wrong. I'm not always going to watch the first and second round, but like the third and fourth round, I'll watch the entire thing. 
uh, golf channel. If we don't got golf on, we got Caddyshack. <laughs> it's oh, it's always golf or Caddyshack on that oh. on that fucking channel. I love it. Um, but yeah, he's just credited as random guy. Uh, Zach Knighton, uh, I guess he, he got his, he did get credited, but just as yeah, random yeah, yeah. guy. That's great. Um, the, one of the few bits I did like with the Frank and D, other than the fact that they don't have Bruce Mathis was the tinted, uh, the winted tindos, if you the will, winted the tinted windows in the van, just the, the comically dark. Cause that's just very Frank to go overboard with something like I need tinted windows, but he goes like way past limo dark. Yeah. Yeah. To the point where you think, you know, the windows are blacked out. Um, so I, I like that, but I, other than that, I really feel like the Frank and D storyline is just there to like move the story along. Not necessarily like, you know, bring any comedy to it. If that makes sense. I got less. Laughs. I mean, tying in the random guy, I think was kind of a big part of the story. Not mm-hmm. that it was important, but like it was multiple, like it was very reoccurring. And then the ending was obviously hilarious. Like when they're like mm-hmm. his whole shit gets ruined his whole car gets blown up. And then like, it's just some random me? guy still. like they still don't know who he is. Like, I don't think they ever address who he is like literally forever. He's just a random guy that they ruined his life. I will critique and I'll get more into this during the ratings. I think the addition of, you know, Arab Muslim type stuff. I think that was sort of like screwed in. I feel like they could have gone in a better way. I get that we're trying to do because the oil crisis, a lot of oil comes from the Middle East, but I just sort of felt like they didn't flesh that out enough. Yeah, because they really could have explored that more. Because yeah. I barely even caught that in, yeah. until you mentioned something. Because I did about the that. you know Muslim guy still in my van, and they held the whole thing about torture, water, <clears throat> sorry, enhanced interrogation tactics. <laughs> Dick <laughs> Cheney, what are you doing here? <laughs> And stuff like that, but they, I don't know, it didn't feel fleshed out enough to me. I, yeah, that's, well, I mean, that's part of Sonny's uh, comedy here, and this is a less subtle example of it, but another Middle East example was uh, the gang uh, dealing with the, uh, is Ari the Israeli yeah, uh, yeah, businessman yeah. and, and the uh, analogies that come with that. But I think that's, that's good and bad for the show because it's not super heavy handed, and if you like really think about it, then there's that extra level to it. I feel like maybe it, it would have felt more forced if they would have gone for it. So I don't know. I don't think I necessarily agree with you, but I do at the same time, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You couldn't disagree with anyone. Yeah, you know, I'm a yeah. people pleaser. I just, the idea that anyone uh, could hate me, you know, makes me makes me sick. I hate to think that Al-Qaeda hates me. <laughs> That's an office line you just laughed out there. Ha-ha! I, I laugh because you're my boss. <laughs> <laughs> you think Is I that an also you. office line? Mm, eh, yeah, could yeah, be. Office space, Mr. I'm wearing an Inatech t-shirt today. Fucking in an office. It's an Inatech polo. That's real nice. Anyways, uh, so we got uh, Charlie, uh, Mac, uh, and Dennis. Uh, oh, jeez. We got Charlie, Mac, and Dennis um, uh, filling up gas, uh, gas into uh, trash bins. And I tried to do a formula last night and figure out in my head how long would it take to fill six full trash cans with gasoline. How in are you going to count a liquid? In the manner of which they move it. Wait, can I, I can I ask one question, Braden? You, you look, how 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 big is the trash can? How many volumes? See, of that's what. How many volumes? This require this required more. <laughs> I I have our our I values guess. here. I want to so guess. So we need to know the Range Rover miles per gallon, right? Because that determines how much gas to miles. And to we the need gallon. to know the distance from the gas station to the bar. So between the MPG and the distance from the gas station to the bar, we can figure out how much gas they use in the tank per trip. Then we subtract that from the total <clears throat> tank size on Dennis's Range Rover. But we got to leave a little bit in the tank because they have to get back to the gas station, right? Okay, so once we know all this information, (laughs) sir, you can ask at the end of class. You can ask your questions at the end of class. Uh, Once we know all that, then we can determine the size of the trash cans and how many gas tanks it'll take to fill up a trash can. Then we can figure out the time that it takes to do each load of gas. Once we know how many loads of gas they need to do and how much time it takes, including the uh, incredibly small siphoning tube that Charlie uses, I think we'll have our answer. I didn't do the math and figure (laughs) all this out, but uh, yes, yes, you, sir, in the back. Is this going to be on the test? Oh, yes, it will be on the midterm, and the final is cumulative. Oh, shit. Can you repeat Uh, that? Yes, sir. (laughs) (laughs) I find it hard to believe they wasted so much gas going back and forth. Well, Charlie swallowed a lot of it. Uh, You, sir, in the back. Uh, Yeah, I was confused on uh, all of it. Can you repeat that? Okay, so what we need to figure out first is the I MP- think they were 50. 
I think they were 50 or 40 gallon trash cans and 40 gallons of gas. I, okay, well. Trash cans are measured by the gallon. Yes. These days. Yes. Yes. Okay, Dennis <laughs> Reynolds drives a 1993 Range Rover County. I hate County. this. I, I hate this. It's going to take too long. Nope. No, we can't do hate this. It. We seriously Shut can't it do down. This. <laughs> I just wanted to know how, how big the trash can was and then we can guess. Yeah, how many volumes? How many ga- gallons of volume? <laughs> no, how many volumes? How many volumes? <laughs> how are you going to count a liquid? Uh, what do I search? Trash can? Yeah, size? trash can gallon size. Big trash can Industrial. Gallon. Industrial. Or industrial. industrial yeah. Okay, so the, the, the tank capacity is 21.6 gallons. Let's just assume he uses, they, they transfer it in even 20 gallons. Uh, this one this one looks like the one that they were using. Uh, this is 50 gallons. There you go. That's what yeah. I said. Okay. So 50 times 9 would be 540. So 540 gallons divided, by, divided by the 20 tanks. That's going to take them 27 trips total to fill up all of the trash cans. Let's assume it takes them like... That's 550, Donnie. Wait, what? Nine, time, nine no, times nine times 50? No, it's not. Nine okay. times 50 is 540. Damn, oh. this is something we should let the fans do. You should <laughs> post the formula. We are the fans. <laughs> uh, 450... Uh, Divided by the twenty gal or no other fans twenty do gallons things like is twenty two. Why we have a podcast? It's four fifty, not five forty. Yeah, you said five forty. Four fifty. I, well, I, I didn't even catch. The, yeah, uh, nine times six is fifty four. Whatever. Fuck so you guys. So twenty two point five uh, times. What are we gonna say? Like twenty thirty minutes. Bra- twenty I, minutes for each load. Braden, I've never passed a math class in my life. We're gonna do twenty minutes for each load. That takes us right back to our original 450. So let's say it takes 450 minutes total to move it. That is a whopping seven and a half hours they'd spent moving gas from the gas station to the trash can. We did it, guys. We got him. And we spent <laughs> twice as long as that figuring it out. Yeah, man. I freaking love doing this podcast. I'm sure that was really invigorating for you guys to listen to. Uh, <laughs> it's like that fucking South Park episode where you can only do math when it comes to like very specific circumstances. Or like in the office when Kevin can only do math when it's in relation to pie. Uh, the jokes go in know. circles. What Man. episode? Don't know anything about that. Text mess. Text mess. What episode was that? Water Park One. Okay. When we come back, we got uh, more of the conversation about season four, episode two coming your way. We are going to put our arguments on a scale of one to ten. And uh, figure it out, do some fireballs, and uh, see what we could come up with with our final score and where this goes on the list of lists. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this break. Welcome back, Golden Gods and Goddesses. Uh, we got the brains, the looks, the muscle, and the wild card all sitting around here today. And we're talking about Season 4, Episode 2, The Gang Solves the Gas Crisis. Uh, if this is your first time joining us, we got a way that we uh, interpret our arguments, a way we put it on a scale of 1 to 10. And that way is with five categories that we got. Um, each of these categories, you can give uh, a scale of uh, 1 to 10 points, or I guess 0 to 10 points, uh, and that is the story, the characters, the quotes, the overall humor of the episode, and the wild card. Uh, so we put each of those on a scale of 1 to 10, mishmash our scores together, do some stupid math, and uh, we figure out our score and put it on the list of lists. You don't got to do any of the math. We'll take care of it on our end. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy part two of this uh, argument here on season four, episode two, the gang solves the gas crisis. All right. Uh, let's start out with the story. W- uh, what'd you guys think? It was, was it too basic? Was, uh, was it deep enough for you guys? I thought the cold open was good. Uh, it was pretty funny. Um, both storylines that you talked about earlier, I thought were really good. And then they met up at the end. They all collided. The 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 uh, what what is it called the wraparound reach, reach around, around reach yeah, around reach around the uh and then yeah and then the ending was uh I'll dare say it, it had a big bang at the end so, literally um, explosive yeah what? yeah the ending was explosive there you go that was better so I'm yeah I gave it a, a, a solid okay, full ahead. on no, ten I'm trying to decide. whoa full on ten a full wow. on ten I'm trying to decide if I like the format they do where at the end of the episode they have it figured out. 
and they're going to do the thing that makes sense, but then something fucks it up. Because that's a format that they that they repeat, mm-hmm. theme, I guess, um, which is what they did in this episode. They had it all figured out, and then cut the brakes. Other than that, I thought the story was good. I gave it a seven. That was the most wild card thing Charlie did that entire episode. That was the most unplanned, just off-the-cuff thing, the most wild card thing he could have done. Yeah. Um, I went six and a half on the story, just because... Uh, Ouch. Just because uh, the A plot, like I said, I think 100% carried this. Uh, the, the three amigos uh, doing their, their gas scheme together. Uh, Frank and Dee, they were, they were funny, but like really only as like characters and what they were saying. I'll get into that later. But um, just because both of them, I really feel, weren't equally strong. Uh, one was significantly better than the other. Um, and, of course, they all they came together at the end for that fireball ending. Um, so I gave some points for that. So I don't know. Your guys' ten is making me want to go up to a seven. If I'm being honest, I mean, I definitely I gave a seven. Think... He gave a ten. Yeah, I oh, definitely yeah, sorry, his think ten. That... I gave an eight. So oh, know. sorry. Yeah, go ahead first. No, I <laughs> no by all means. <laughs> sorry, I had to d- take care of something real quick. But um, uh, I gave it an eight. I thought that the Charlie, um, Mac, and Dennis storyline was good enough and more than good enough to make up for the r- comparatively lackluster. Uh, D and Frank storyline, even though I love that whole that whole thing. Like I, I love that whole part. So I gave it an eight. Not not a perfect ten, but an eight. Alright, yeah. I'll go to seven. Because I still like the the Bruce Mathis storyline. It's really hilarious when you just remove it from all the other contexts. They're just terrorizing a guy. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like that story is pretty funny in yeah. and of itself. And then like just the way everything interconnects and like how important it is to finish off the other storyline. Like I just thought this is one of their best like storylines so far. Yeah, it was definitely their. I think one of their stronger episodes in yeah. in terms of that. Definitely not a, a complicated or, or convoluted storyline no. by by yeah. any means. I do like the episodes where you can clearly see it being like set up. I've yeah, kind of mentioned that before. Oh, I would give it a full ten, but in this episode, they didn't really start from the same place. They were kind of they their stories already started from different points in general. Maybe if they started from the same point and then. They both branched off and then came at, came at the end. That yeah. would be a, a wap-around. Yeah, you like that would be a full like, 10. When they're split on an issue. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah this was just, just two separate stories that really just coincidentally combined at the end. All which right, for a great time. Back so, to a six. Oh, no, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm sticking with my 10. Seven. Eight. Okay. Cool. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, that story. Uh, on to the characters. What do you guys think of the characters? Ten. 10, I'm also going 10. I see, yeah, I went 8, and I thought that was even being, like, a maybe possibly low. Okay. So I think I'm going to go back up to a 9. Okay. I also gave it a 9. Okay. Uh, I think this is a great uh, showcase. Big money, big money. <laughs> the, uh, the darker side of these characters. This is a really wonderful to show way to show that Frank is uh, unhinged. You know, Dennis is, like, the controlling one. Mac is a showboater, and D is vengeful. You got and and Charlie's the wild card, of course. He's the true wild card. He's the mm-hmm. only one who actually fits the definition he's given. Freaking ten out of ten. Uh, without going too too dark, yeah. they show off what people love to hate about these characters. I thought the whole toilet torture scene was incredibly dark. Yeah. I didn't remember incredibly. It. Yeah. I didn't remember it like that. No, they, they maybe like- because I was you know a lot younger the first time I saw it, and I was like, ha, ah, that's funny. Some bitch is being tortured. No, they had lights and now on. Now I'm an adult. I'm like, damn, that's a human being. And, wow. But Dennis starts pissing <laughs> next to her. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, doesn't oh, give it, is, a shit. it is terrible. Okay, so Frank goes darkest. I think for uh, sure. That's I spoke too soon there. Almost, almost not uh, too far, but yeah. They blow up a dude's car. Yeah, they're the darkest ones, I think. Um, you know, characters, I gave it a nine because they literally like talk about characters so much in this episode of the meta commentary and their own characters. Um, you know, the thinking about their characters and like um, how people are going to see them from now on because they're now four seasons into the show. Yeah. People are, are stuck. You know, people are here to stay, just like you That's guys. That's right, guys. You're stuck. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, no, I, I just thought that. They did a great job talking about it. I would have given given them a full ten, but I don't. There's no side characters here, and I I love that 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 part of the show. But they weren't here. Yeah, that was the only one point I was gonna yeah. make. That I gave it a nine, but I do think there are episodes where like the characters are perfect, like they were now. Yeah. But then they yeah. also include side characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just I could count random guy. I guess is like 
a side-ish character, but not like a true side character. I didn't do it, but that's how I'm going to justify my 10 now. I was about to go back down, but just because a random guy, I'll keep it out yeah, of 10. because I do love random guy, especially because uh, he watch good, watches golf for three hours. <laughs> love it. Me and him could be best pals. How could you get the Shout fucking out to baby <laughs> monitor? Shout out to oh, Zachary yeah. Knighton. Well, people are bugging their babies all the time, man. Yeah, babies can't be trusted. Just the hardest thing I have within this episode is like, there's a lot of people with like generally right ideas, and then they do the thing that they always do in this show and just botch it to high hell like dennis is kind of right you know it is about like the flashiness and like marketing is kind of like you know and max says you know we need something big to get people's attention kind of right but then he starts putting gas in his mouth and lighting a freaking lighter next to an open barrel and it immediately goes south you know an open barrel there are several which by the way like i that explosion should have been much larger than it was Mm -hmm. i always felt yeah. They should have gotten Michael. One? The last one at the end. They should have gotten Michael Bay on that shit. That was pretty Michael Bay. I liked <laughs> there that. Like, it was... There were three full barrels. Of, there's 150 gallons of gasoline plus whatever is in the van. All right. Somebody look up the explosive power of a ga- barrel of gas. <laughs> <laughs> so then we multiply it by four, right? Because they have four barrels of gas in the back. I'm not gonna do this again to you guys. I won't. I won't do that to you guys ever again. Uh, but I want to bring up perspective, and. Again, in these shows, everything is deliberate. So having that explosion scene be from the point of random guy is so much better than anything they could have shown of the car making the impact or whatever. Because they could have done like the car barreling towards it, could have showed them rolling out or whatever. They could have done that a million different ways, but it's just him silently watching golf. And then I'll say it's appropriate size, a freaking massive explosion behind him. Okay. <laughs> and it Brilliantly was portrayed. I don't I don't know how to compare explosives or whatever, but like it was enough that at least the <laughs> the his windows got blown out. People should have died. So like, for probably someone probably did. Like on the lower levels, maybe. But like I like I said, though his windows blew out and I think he was like decently high up, if I remember. Yeah, yeah the gang would have died. Yes. Right. Yeah. We would have seen the gang die sure. this episode. Well, we don't know how long after uh, maybe they the did time die. between they jumped out of the van and the time between the van made impact. Well, they're running up New to it a few theory, Everything that happens from this episode yeah. on is just... Is fake because they exploded. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they my died. God. New fan oh, theory. They, that's why they got rid of uh, next episode is because they wanted to hide it, right? Mm-hmm. No? Something uh, like that. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Uh, ten, tens, nines, nines. Nines, yeah. Yeah. I gave it a ten. Nine. Cool. All right. Uh, quotes. I Six. Did, mm, two and a half. Two and a half. Sorry. Brutal. I'm sorry. Fuck you. I'm sorry. I'm just saying, fuck you. I just fans. Change my opinion. Change my opinion. Now, this is a strange bank. This is a strange this bank. This is a strange bank was on my list. Okay. Uh, you're, no, he's, the full line is your boss is a woman. Yeah. This is a strange bank. We want to yes. fill you up. It's the com- confirmation. Just anything Charlie Super says. pass. Uber what? pass. What? When oh, yeah, says yeah, 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 yeah. Wild card. See, if I'm. He's got you there. Let Dennis bang her so we can get Wild the money. Card. <sighs> Bitches. How do you know this is Bruce Mathis? My intel says so. <laughs> You're not giving do me a any little, good ones. Do You're a little, giving, Adam had the most convincing one right now. You guys are not Do a convinced. little plowing of our own. Not gay sex. Yeah, that one too. That's not the gay, first and one. Then, and then the hand motion he does with it. We're, you know, ha, ha, ha. Mac doesn't know that he's, he's gay. Your yeah. paragon is failing us. How? Yes. Yeah. What? Your uh, paragon is failing us. Your your <laughs> paradigm. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that's a, yeah that one was good. Um, did I pay attention to this episode? Apparently no. <laughs> not. How about we all go back and have strange sex? Yeah, anything Charlie again, anything yeah. Charlie says really this episode. Ah, Let's generator. go back and have ah, the generator. Sex. I'm trying to <laughs> <laughs> The generator. We're going I'm back trying to, the to draw plan. breasts and pretty women. Uh, the Ghostbusters would have never done something like that. Uh, just the com- constant comparison from themselves to the Ghostbusters, I really like. If these guys could see the female Ghostbusters, <laughs> oh my god! I wonder what I wonder just what the gang's opinion is. Wait, didn't they? They kind of touch on that with the newest Thundergun episode, and the, like the female Thundergun or uh, or his son picking it up or something. This is a sort of Indiana Jones allegory. Let's not get too bogged down on it, but... You're not letting the wild card do his thing. I was literally about to say that one. Uh, anything wild card related on this episode? Braden, I've given you so many. You've given me so many, but I just really don't think any of them are good. You know, a lot of people are bugging their babies these days. Like, <laughs> I have that one. They were sure. few and far between. I found, like, I want to say, like, five or six. I'm not saying there were none. So help me God, I'll blow this place to Kingdom Kong. 
Kingdom Kong. That's another one. I did not hear that. When, when uh, was that? All right, uh, I'll Charlie go to three somewhere. I don't uh, fucking remember. All right, three out of ten. Sue me. That hurts. There's we gave at least like ten or twelve. What'd you give? Yeah. I gave it a nine. That's too high. Entirely too high. You're entirely too low. You're entirely too high. For I, sure. And together we're perfect. No. <laughs> I uh, I gave it a seven point five. Okay. You know. That sounds a bit more right, yeah. but no, screw you guys. I'm staying at three. I didn't think this episode well, was that quotable. I'm no. sure that there could be quotes that I, uh, episodes that I get like 20 quotes from. So I guess I only wrote on like 12 or 13. So I'll go down to a seven. I think that's more realistic. Okay. But I think a three still is fairly low. The visuals yeah, are just that. way better. Anything having to do with the van, the fact they can't tell that they're not following Bruce Mathis. Uh, the riot the- t-shirt. I guess, yeah, the Classic. Riot t-shirt makes an appearance. Just them at the bank, like, even that, like, is a little bit quotable. Which one do you want to take us out to back and bang you? But even that, the thing I laughed at the most in that scene was Dennis's farmer's tan. Like, <laughs> he wants to show off his mus- his non-existent muscles, but he can't even get a tan on. That made you laugh? I didn't even notice that. I was the looking strange at bank just, was the thing. That this uh, is and the, this is a strange bank. Yeah. Uh, I think in that line... The waterboarding, it's much more physical than it is quote-heavy. Yeah. At the yeah, bank, you're though, not wrong. I didn't think the waterboarding was fine. At the bank, though, even, there was one quote that I don't remember ever hearing, and they said... Uh, that was a... That was a bit more shocking than it was funny this time around, was, if I'm being honest. I think it was Mac. He was like, he whispered to Charlie. He's like, let Dennis bang her so we can get the money. And like, I've never heard that line before until like, I was just quietly watching They're the just insistent. Like, They're insistent on fitting their roles. Well, yeah. I, but that's what I'm saying is like, I think there was like, I wrote down I mean, like 12 or 13 If you want to take popular quotes, consensus, you can look up these really, really bad YouTube videos. Some of them are good. The supercut of what is happening yeah, is a very good version. Nice. What is but happening? But the <laughs> other shitty YouTube videos, like the gang being straight goons for 15 minutes or whatever, one of the clips that often appears is um, the three guys shirtless and, and mm-hmm. so which one's going to take you in the bat and bang you. So if you want to take the folk popular consensus, that's like a big important moment. Donnie just coughed. I am a sucker for uh, the supercuts of uh, Sonny out of context. I think a lot of them are stupid. But they get a lot of repeated ones. Like every now and then, like I'll get a recommended an SNL one where like people yeah. supercut it, but it's always the same ones. Like yeah. for some reason, that skit where Bill Hader screams in a super high pitched voice in the. Spicy! F- <laughs> that always oh, makes fun. Uh, no, there's one where he's like in a firehouse. It's like a newer one. Anyway, I, oh, we're yeah. getting okay. off. We're getting off. Here. I love Bill Hader. Uh, and watch not, Barry if you guys get a chance. Do not tell the listeners <laughs> to go and watch other programs. They are dedicated to Sonny with us. Oh, On to the overall humor. Oh, Six out of ten. And I'm going to go lower if Adam keeps pissing me off. Wow. I give it a nine. I, <laughs> I thought it honestly, the scenes that, like you said, if it wasn't the quote that was making me laugh, it was the way they were delivering it, it was the characters themselves, the situation. I, I think most of this episode I was laughing. This I think was, it could go a step further, obviously, but like I, I gave it a nine. This was a ten. Ten out of ten for humor for me. Non so like you're saying front to back, nonstop uh, yes. making you making you chuckle. This is one of my favorite episodes in terms of humor. I would show someone this episode probably before I show them any other episode at this point. It's so Ooh, it I is, kind of they're agree so with crazy. That. They are so crazy this episode. There's so many like humoristic parts. Humor that's not a word, humoristic. There's so many great, funny parts that are attributed to humor. Not just fi- not just lines. Physical comedy, too. The graph is hilarious. Um, Their chart. Taut. <laughs> Taut. We were expecting a man. <laughs> Heavy breasts. The entire meeting at the bank, I think, is um, amazing. Yeah, the entire meeting at the bank. Charlie's whole scene with Dennis, with the lady. Like, that whole situation is hilarious. Yeah, them, sing- uh, yeah, them going to her house and essentially trying to like rape this woman which is awful but that's what that that's why they call the cops because that's how charlie's coming off yeah they call johnny law they call johnny law <laughs> and like yeah well I, no that's his wording again where yes like charlie is such it's an innocent pussy you did, yeah he doesn't realize yeah, yeah what he's saying he doesn't and, know uh, that's what he, that's what that's what he meant yeah. you know yeah not you worded the, it a little weird at the first yes, time. I'm, sorry. Very, I'm sorry very interestingly but i didn't mean that but like We'll, we'll get like, into it's an that old, later it's an old woman season. and she's fearing no, for her life. What, that's what yeah. in her head, like, that's what, like, it But Charlie happen, just yes. always does that. Like, he's, in, he's, like, we'll, innocent. I'm, I'm going to talk about this when we do Nightman Cometh because I've kind of already mentioned this before. But, like, in everything he does, he doesn't, he's too innocent. He doesn't realize because if, I guess, we want to, like, dig deep, like, his innocence was somewhat ruined if we know what we know about yeah. him. Uh, that has never been proven against my client, Your Honor. 
also how they just walk away. They li- literally walk away from the explosion. They, they watch it and walk away like nothing happened. I think it's very funny. I mean, I'll, I mean, I'll go for seven out of ten. Oil Charlie gets me because he's an oilman. Um, unfortunately, he doesn't have a son named JW, but that's like <laughs> nor here nor there. Um, yeah. You've ended, my boy! God dang! Yes! Filled up my bingo chart. Look at this. I said, calling it now. Dish of the day makes makes an impression from there will be blood. <laughs> yes! 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 Uh, Filled out my recording bingo card. Thank you. you. Thank you. I was waiting for that. And now, now we can get to it. Let's get to the wild card, please. Wild card, bitches! Yeah! I want to go first because I made a promise to myself on this episode. If the dish of the day makes an impression of there will be blood, I will give a 10 out of 10 for the wild card. And if wow. he doesn't, I will give a zero out of 10. Whoa. Whoa. So I just got this, a zero right this in entire under. episode. Wow. This entire episode, I was like, shit, I'm about to like tank my score for this one. And then you did that. And I was like, yes. I know you guys aren't much of basketball fans, but there is a saying called ball don't lie that just speaks to how good this episode really is. I also gave it a 10. This is where we introduced the wild card. I felt it was necessary. But that's amazing. I I was literally about to give a zero out of 10. I'm kind of in shock, but I'm glad it went to a 10 because this episode deserves a 10. So I agree with y'all. I'm giving giving this one 10 barrels of gasoline out of 10. They had six, but I can appreciate it. Well, you know, I go, I'm giving it a ten. I'm just using. They drank the, so much gas, they thought they had. Giving 10. the barrels yes, a yes, uh, yes, yes. the theme. It's, it's the, the theme of the rating. Yes, I will give it um, ten trips to the hospital for gasoline poisoning out of ten. Nice, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. There it is. All of us have given ten out of ten for the wild for card the wild spot. Card. And uh, it feels appropriate. But you almost didn't, though. Oh, it almost went completely <laughs> opposite. I was tweaking so and bad. Can I say close. that was in the last like under the wire? Minutes. Yeah. Uh, even if I, even if uh, this episode wasn't the origin of Wild Card, I'd still give it a ten out of ten because of the most felonies I've seen so far. Well, isn't that special? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> we sell you uh, the but I guess you could say if I would have given a zero, that I would have had to take my straw and go all the way across the table and put it in your skull, and I drink your wild card. <laughs> all right, I had to get my Daniel Day in, uh, in, into here. All right, before we put this episode on our list of lists, we need to find out where this episode goes for the fans, so far we have scores ranging from 8.1 to 9.3 on IMDb. 9.1. Uh, Donnie says it's 9.1. 9.5. Dish of the day is saying this is going to be the highest yet out of 9.5. Even though he said it goes up to 9.3. Well, no, that's I've, just the oh, highest so far. Just so far. Oh. I, I guess I should <laughs> clarify that. I change from time to time, but uh, they they didn't like this one as much as I loved it. So they gave this one an 8.7. I like it more than you. So 8.7. Uh, right smack dab in the middle between you two. This episode is a 9.2, making it oh, wow. the fans' second favorite episode, tied with uh, season two, episode four, Mac Banks, Dennis's mom. Uh, i just like to point out it only makes it second because you read it second if they're both 9.2. Okay, so they're tied for second. Okay. Yeah. Where's it going on our list, guys? Are you ready for this? Yeah. yeah. This episode is our new favorite episode, I'm if you can believe that. Let's go. 10, 10 out of 10 on the wild card. Donnie, what'd you give this episode? Uh, nine. Nine from Donnie. Uh, dish of the day. What'd you give this episode? 8.2. 8.2. Uh, let's, let's find out where this is on everyone's sheets. Uh, that's within your top five dish of the day. Donnie, this episode is your favorite now. I said that in the beginning. Yes, yep. it is. You called it, is. it. It very much is. Adam, what'd you give this episode? 8.9. That's your second favorite episode. That is a high score. That's uh, behind your first favorite mm-hmm. episode. Where is it for me? Uh, that's in your top five. Top five. It's in your top five. Uh, this is in my top ten. Uh, I gave it a 7.4. I was the, the harshest out of everyone. I almost really went low with it there until uh, we got an excellent impression from the dish of the day there. And altogether, this episode is number one for us with an 8.4. The Gang Solves the Gas Crisis is our new favorite episode here at Rum, Ham, and Wild Cards. Guys, 8.4? 8.4. That's crazy because that is kind of high, but yet like now our next goal is like, when are we going to get our first nine? We need to get to a nine now. I like, It's not even close. Maybe but. it's going to be this season i didn't think this episode was going to be our favorite if i'm being honest i really thought this one was gonna kind of like find its way towards the middle 
The fact it took number one is really surprising to me. I thought it was going to be high. That right. was my favorite, yeah. I think. Yeah, I mean, I'm not super surprised. I'm more surprised that you almost trashed me it. Me too, yeah. I don't well, know what's going on. <laughs> when, when I was laying in bed like late last night, and I was like, should I do this? I'm like, I'm really risking tanking the score. But one, we changed the scores wasn't at the end of the season. Risk. Yeah, it wasn't that it's big like of a risk. It's my favorite movie. Yeah, I, I, we were talking about it earlier this week, and yeah. you pulled it out, so I figured you would have made that connection. Anyways, two... Uh, we change them at the end of the season anyway, so it wouldn't have mattered. Nothing matters. Art is a lie. Nothing is real. Uh, so, yeah, that's our favorite episode. Thank you guys so much for making it all the way through. If you want to check out the list of lists and see what our uh, top ones are, let's go over it real quick. Uh, first is uh, Season 4, Episode 2, The Gang Solves a Gas Crisis with an 8.4. Uh, uh, second favorite episode is Season 3, Episode 9, Sweet D's Dating Retarded Person with an 8.3. Yeesh. Uh, <laughs> number three on our list is uh, season three, episode two, The Gang Gets Invincible with an 8.2. Those are in the above eight gang. That's the esteemed club to join right now. It's a good list, honestly. But where's good our, pick. Where's our first, uh, you know, 8.5 or above going to be? What, I, is it going to come this season? Yes. It well, might. We'll we're going to find out. Season yeah. six for sure. So I'm go waiting. ahead and uh, hit subscribe wherever you're listening to this. Get notified when new episode reviews and Jabroni Talks come out. We uh, love doing this with you guys. We love the DMs that we're getting from all you guys, all the feedback we're getting. Uh, it is wonderful. So be sure to go to solo.to slash rumham. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter from there. Uh, hit subscribe wherever you're listening. Give us that five-star review on Apple Podcasts if you wouldn't mind. We appreciate it so, so much. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts right now, it takes less than like five seconds to do it. Uh, we appreciate it. It goes a long way. And, and uh, yeah, that's going to do it for us. Uh, we're going to be back here for another episode review. Next uh, episode that we are going over is uh, Season 4, Episode 3. Uh, it's a canceled one, guys. It's the one that was removed from Hulu. America's Next Top Patty's Billboard Model Contest is the next episode that we're going to review. Uh, how will we watch it? Who knows? I'm just kidding. I have the DVD. So Yard. Yeah, we'll be back to talk billboards and uh, eat cockroaches. Uh, yeah. Rest in peace, Paul Walker. Rumham and Wild Cards is produced, directed, and edited by me, Braden Pledgencool. Donnie Crunkleton is our associate producer. This episode was written and hosted by me, Braden Pledgencool, Donnie Crunkleton, Adam Rothbart, and the Dish of the Day. Bye.